Hi everybody and welcome. This is Sam from Random Acts of Self. And if you're a regular listener, you noticed the snazzy, upbeat new intro music I've got for us on the show. And I did that because the music sounded really happy and uplifting. And I thought, what a great way to get us ready for a show. Also, this is episode nine, which is a really big deal because I've read that most podcasters never make it to episode 10, so we're getting there. Thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Today, we're going to talk about environmental beauty. Now, environmental beauty is different than personal beauty. Personal beauty is the things that you do to make yourself look better. So dyeing your hair, dressing a certain way. For some people, it's more extreme, like boob jobs. It can be having those hot washboard abs. That's personal beauty, right? But environmental beauty is the beauty that is outside of yourself and really has nothing to do with the way you personally look or your grooming habits. So environmental beauty is great because it's a form of passive self-care. Now, active self-care is where you have to do something to engage in the self-care. So maybe you exercise or make a healthy meal, or you meditate, or you read a book, or go on vacation. You're actively doing things. But passive self-care is self-care that happens without you really doing anything. And that's what's great about environmental beauty. All you have to do is notice it. And half the time, you won't even need to notice it on a conscious level, so you don't have to do anything. So environmental beauty happens when you come home and your house is wonderful, or your landscaping, you know, all the pretty flowers and bushes makes you happy. It looks nice. It's aesthetically pleasing. That's what environmental beauty is, is things that are aesthetically pleasing. Now, some of you live in a neighborhood that's not so great, so you don't have a lot of that beauty on the exterior of your home. Maybe you live in an apartment complex, so there's not really anything you can do about that in which case you would focus on interior beauty, right? And that's the most important because that's probably where you spend a lot of your time anyway. So interior beauty is having an environment that makes you feel happy. So this could be the inside of that apartment, your dorm room, an efficiency apartment, a whole house, just your bedroom, Maybe, you know, you live with parents or something like that, and all you have to yourself is the bedroom. So that's what interior beauty is. It's, it means to make your space, whatever that space is, no matter how big or small it is, beautiful in such a way that when you come home and you walk in, it's like, oh, this is nice. And You don't have to recognize it on a conscious level. Unconsciously, you just walk into that room and you feel good. Have you ever just walked into somebody's home or room or whatever, and it just felt really comfortable? Like, ah, this feels good. Or maybe it's obviously beautiful. That's environmental beauty. So you can do it in any space, no matter how small. Tiny little dorm room, no problem. You can do that there too. So environmental beauty, what it does is it gives you a positive emotion every time you enter the space. And I've said before that little stressors can stack up over the day. So if you've had a day of minor annoyances and then you walk in your home and it's a mess 
and it's ugly and you hate it, that's just adding on to those little stressors. Whereas if you can leave your day behind and walk in to where you live or where you're staying and just go, and you just feel better without having to do anything. Well, that's your environment affecting your mood. And that's a great thing to do because it's one more way to feel better without having to go out of your way to do stuff. A lot of us are already challenged for time. So we don't have to, we don't want to have to take more time than necessary. So some of the most important places in your space are the room that you use the most. So if it's your dorm room and you're always in there, there it is. If it's your house and you use the kitchen the most, then that's your most used room. Also the bedroom and the entryway. Now, obviously these won't apply to everybody. If you're an efficiency apartment, maybe your bedroom is not separate from the living room, in which case that's probably the whole thing is going to be your most used room, right? Some of you won't have an entryway or a foyer or something like that. Up north, a lot of us have mud rooms. So if you don't have some of these things, that's okay. Just work with your most used room, the place that you spend the most time in. So why is the entryway important? Well, because that's the first place that you walk in when you get home. So this may be a long hallway. It may be like, for me, I have this little entrance way where you hang your coats and then, you know, you go up a couple stairs into the kitchen, um, or you can go through the mudroom in the front and then into the living room. And I normally use the entryway going into the kitchen. So that's going to be the first place that I see when I walk in. Now, this is a really easy room to deal with because it's very, very small. So I've got some shelves there, put some plants there, maybe a coat of paint in whatever color that you like. If you're allowed to paint, dorm rooms obviously are probably a little bit different. So you just kind of have to work with what you can. And this entryway, you know, when you walk in, that's the first feeling of home. And so that's the room that you want to be, ah, you want to get that, that feeling where you just let out the stress of the day and you feel good to be home and ah, it's all good. Now your most used room is obvious because you spend the most time there. So if you spend a lot of time in a room, whether it be your kitchen, your living room, your bedroom, whatever, that's the space that you really want to spend a lot of time on because, well, you spend a lot of time in it, right? So if you're going to be in your room that much, it should be an environment that you enjoy, that makes you feel good. And there's a lot of different ways to do this. Simple paint, if you're allowed to, if you can, or hang some art up. So maybe you can't put holes in the wall, like for nails, because, you know, some landlords are like that. So you could put posters up with like those sticky command tabs on the back so they pull right off the wall. Plants are a great way to calm a room down and freshen the air. And plants have been shown to have a relaxing effect. Now, if you have pets, make sure that the plants you get are not toxic to your pets. Just Google it and they'll tell you. It's They've got great lists out there. 
Also, plants are fairly inexpensive, and if you have to move, you can take them with you. You can make cuttings and give them to friends. There's all kind of stuff you can do with it. And like I said, cleans the air. So it also has health effects, which is great for self-care without having to do anything. I am a big fan of art. So the room that I spend the most time in is my living room. And from the living room, I can see the dining room. So I kind of consider that an extension. So I, I treat both rooms the same. And I have, I love fossils. So I have fossils. I have a piece of the Berlin Wall. I love travel and culture. So I have masks from Mexico. I picked one up in Jamaica. I've got some from Indonesia, um, all over the place. And I like mirrors because they bounce the light around. It makes a dark room or small room look bigger. And you can pick those up super cheap at like the Salvation Army or other thrift stores. And then a can of spray paint fixes it up, makes it look super cool. Hang it on the wall. I have an artist. Um, it's christinestreet.com. And she makes these bitchin' paint pours. I, I just, I'm a nerd for paint pours. I love them. And she did some gold statues for me and a few other things that are really, really cool. So I have those statues where I can see them all the time. And they didn't cost me a lot of money, but they look baller. <laughs> they look like something a rich person would have. And it makes me feel good to look at them. It makes me feel good to look at the plants. And when I walk into the dining room to see all the things that I have hanging on the walls there, I have landscapes and all kinds of other stuff. And it makes me feel really good. Now, for those of you who don't have a lot of time, this is a really easy way to enjoy a beautiful environment. Hang something up, there it is. Don't have to deal with it again. Dust it from time to time, you're good. If you kill plants, <laughs> then there's some really nice, realistic looking ones. And you'll notice how much they kind of up the feeling of the room even when they're not real. Good fake plants are still really cool looking. So don't, you know, write those off. And hey, you know, I like more classic forms of art, like I was talking about Christine statues and things like that. But you might like gaming or horror movie posters, by all means, hang up whatever makes you feel good when you see it. And the last room that's really important is your bedroom. And that's because if you're sleeping right, you spend about a third of your time there. Not only that, but it's the last thing you see every day. So when you walk into that room, it should be, you know, it should feel good. You're wrapping up your day. Ah, this feels nice. It gets you ready to go to bed. And it's also the first thing you see when you open your eyes in the morning. So if you wake up to this ugly pigsty of a room that just kind of stresses you out on some level or you just kind of have that bleh, then spruce up that environment when you wake up in the morning and you see a nice room and it's clean and it's got the art you like or plants or you know the the cool bed bedding set you know I love nice blankets and matching pillows that's going to start your day on a positive le positive level even unconsciously. You might not wake up and go, wow, I love these blankets. What a beautiful wall color. 
cool poster. You might not do that consciously, but unconsciously, you're going to feel better because you have, you're surrounding yourself with things that make you feel good, that make you happy. And they don't have to be expensive. You can do this any way you want. Whatever your style is, that's on you. Do it however you want. There's no wrong way to do it. There's one right way to do it. And that is however it makes you happy and whatever makes you feel good. So it's totally up to you. Try out different things if you don't know what you like. It's a great way to kind of learn about yourself. So one of the things that's important is the feeling of calm and the feeling of stress relief, right? Because when you walk in a room and you trip over that and that's not in the right place and this is a damn mess, where are, where's my damn socks? The trash is overflowing. There's an ashtray full of stuff. Those little things you might not notice, but for most people, they're little tiny stressors and they build up. And when you have to come in the door and trip over that thing day after day after day after day, it starts having a cumulative effect. And I've already explained to you what stress does. We'll cover that again in a later podcast. So what you want to do, you want to get stuff out of the way. You want to fix little things that you can. Like I said, throw a coat of paint up if you can't think of anything else. I had a room and you guys... I don't know. This guy that I bought the house from, I have no idea what he was thinking with his color choices, but they were totally different than mine. He painted this room a color that it's a very bright and sunny room, but this color of paint sucked the life out of the room. It was almost like no light was getting in there. It was really weird. And I was like, you know what? I love the color lavender. I saw somebody who had a lavender room, and I remember every time I went in that room, the wall color made me feel better. There was nothing special about the room except the wall color, but I found myself feeling really good and uplifted every time I went into this person's room, and I thought, you know what? Let's do lavender wall paint. If I don't like it, I can paint over it, so no big deal, right? And I did. I painted this room lavender, and every time I walk by the room, I don't even have to go in it. But as I walk by, I can't help but to see into the room. And just seeing it is a little mood boost every single time. And if I really pay attention to it, then it becomes a big mood boost. When I walk by my guest room, I wanted it to be really comfortable and very welcoming yet classy. Like I like things to look classy, but I don't want them to look untouchable. I want you to pick up my fossils and rocks and minerals and look at them and check out the masks and things like that. I want it to be uh, interactive. So what I wanted to do in the guest room was create a really cool environment. So I asked Christine from christinestreet.com to do a custom commission for me. And it's a three part. It's, I think it's called a triptych. I, I'm not an artist. I don't know the art words. And it's a paint pour in the specific colors I asked for that match the bedroom. The bedspread is really nice. There's a nice painting on the other wall. It's got matching curtains, all that good stuff. So when you walk in, it's like, oh, this is nice. And that's the effect it has on my guests. They walk in and they feel 
fantastic. They feel like they're in a great environment and that makes their visit just a little bit better. And when I walk by and I see that painting on the wall, cause that's what's in my line of sight, I feel better. Like, ah, oh, that's so cool. That's just such a cool piece. And I keep walking by. Sometimes it's conscious. Sometimes it's not. So little things, a picture of your family on the wall, if you love your family, is great. A picture of you and your best friend at the Grand Canyon, because that was like such a cool vacation. These little things have tiny positive effects on you. And every tiny positive effect that you have in your life, those are cumulative, they build up. And it just helps to boost your mood over and over and over. So go big. If you got the money to go big, go big, do what you want to do. And if you're in a dorm room, it's temporary, cool. Hang some posters up, get a couple plants, fake ones if you kill them. Like I said, there's good ones out there. And try to create an environment that you feel good being in. If you walk into your environment and you feel bad, then you definitely have to do something to kind of help yourself out, whatever that is. And if you walk into a room and you feel neutral, then you can also stand to do a little environmental beautification in there. Again, it doesn't have to be big. Do what you can do on your budget. Get creative. Look at do-it-yourself projects on YouTube. There's tons of them out there. Tons of people teaching you how to do your own art and make crafts and how to hang that or keep a house plan alive. <laughs> I had to read a book for that because I'm not very good at it. And um, it can just create an environment that has enough of a positive effect that it helps to cancel out some of the negativity that we might have experienced in our life. And when you do that day after day after day, and you can come home and you can feel good about where you are, you can help leave the negativity behind, boost your mood, reduce anxiety even. Because for those of you with anxiety, if you have a room or a space or a home, whatever, where you feel calm, well, obviously that's gonna help your anxiety, right? Whatever color is calming to you. Now, I find lavender to be calming. Maybe you like black, whatever. It's your space, do what you want. There's no wrong way to do it. It's just however you want, whatever makes you feel good. So I hope this helps. I hope you do one small thing. That's the homework. I'll give you homework because I haven't done that in a minute. Um, so your homework today will be to pick one space that you have, whatever space you want, and do something to create environmental beauty. It can be really, really small or really big, however you want to do it. And I'd love to hear what you picked. So I am on Twitter at randomaxpod. I'm on Instagram at randomaxpod, and you can hit me up at either of those places or email me podcast at randomactsofself.com, and I will definitely reply. Let me know what you did. I'd love, if you got pictures, I'd love to see it because you never know when we're going to get good ideas from each other. Also, Pinterest.
Pinterest is a god for this. All right, everybody, thank you so much. I will have some links in the description for you if you want to check out christinestreet.com, great art, and I'll put some other stuff up there for you as well. I'm sorry it took me so long to do another podcast. School is, boy, I'm wrapping up my master's degree. Wow, it's a lot of work, but I promise I'll be back sooner next time than I was this time. Thanks for listening. See you soon.